Hi, I'm Laura Camacho, the CEO and founder of Mixonian Institute, and I, I'm delighted to welcome you to Critical Conversations, the podcast of Mixonian Institute. Like the name suggests, it's all about critical conversations, conversations that make the difference, conversations that are interesting, and conversations that change the way we think. Welcome to the podcast. Your customer just got even more unreasonable. It matters not if your key customer is in the department on the floor above you, if you're in retail or B2B. Today, your customer expects even more from you. In late October, I took Mixonian social media person and token millennial Miranda with me to Philadelphia to help with the Critical Conversations workshop for Medtronic that was right before the Society of Women Engineers 2016 conference. One of her many responsibilities was transportation. From the airport, we planned to take a taxi. Walking from baggage to the taxi stand, this nice man asked us if we needed a taxi and offered to get it for us. After a chatty wait with him for about 10 minutes, we were whisked into what turned out to be an illegal, non-sanctioned, non-Uber taxi driven by someone who had apparently taken a vow of silence. We arrived, only mildly terrified, at our apartment, sort of near Rittenhouse Square, 30 minutes later. Oh, and the credit card machine in the taxi did not work, and by the way, the taxi driver didn't have any change on him. Trip cost $50. For the return trip to the airport, Miranda was calling the number for a taxi service, a different one, of course, from the taxis that brought us, and she got put on hold, and she called again, voicemail, on hold, calls for the third time, same response, and the voicemail is actually asking her to download their taxi service app. Instead, she finally downloads the Uber app, and someone is ready to take us to the airport with a two-minute wait instead of 20. And we can save money by sharing the ride. The trip took no more than 20 minutes and cost $16, less than half of the price of the taxi. Oh, and the credit card machine actually worked. So our expectations for transportation to and from airports just shifted. Perhaps I'm late to this as I, as I don't travel but a few times a year, unlike some of you more seasoned travelers. It used to be reasonable to expect a luxury car to be a gas guzzler. Tesla teaches us to expect high performance, beautiful design, and fuel efficiency. It used to be reasonable to expect mediocre food ingredients at any fast food restaurant. Chipotle teaches us to expect quality ingredients, low price, and fast service. It used to be reasonable to make phone calls for dinner reservations or a hair salon appointment. Now there's an app for that. Even in healthcare, the leading payer, CMS, that's the Centers for Medicaid and Medicare, it now demands that healthcare providers submit proof of their eff efficacy in the form of new metrics and reports. Uh, they need to submit proof that they are improving the patient's health, regardless of whether the patients actually comply with their treatments or even show up for scheduled appointments. Our unreasonable government, serving a more unreasonable public, now requires the self-employed to buy health insurance. That can cost, just as an example, $10,000 a year with a $6,000 deductible. So that's not much in, uh, coverage. And that $10,000 premium 
may well cost $12,000 next year. Your customer is now used to instant delivery, premium quality, and lower prices. You may not see this affecting your work yet, but it soon will. There is a talk on the link on the blog to a 17-minute talk by the head of Eat Big Fish Consultancy in London, uh, Adam Morgan, that I highly recommend. But the only way that you can prepare for this change that is coming sooner rather than later to your office is to become an even more unreasonable leader yourself. And by that, you have to expect more of yourself before raising the bar on others. Here's a quote for you. Everyone thinks of changing the world, but no one thinks of changing themselves. That's from the author Leo Tolstoy. Here are three suggestions for you to deal with an even more unreasonable customer. Number one, turbocharge your growth mindset. Remember, growth mindset was introduced to us by Dr. Carol Dweck. It's a matter of having an open mind towards change and learning. The thing is, you can't really work more hours because you've probably tapped out on your hours that you can work. The change has to be with how you use your time. It starts with asking yourself how to be more unreasonable, how to raise that bar. Remember, your brain's going to answer any question that you ask it. So ask it, how can you get better? How can you be unreasonable? Number two, challenge assumptions. What can you question about your current way of working? Is that meeting, report, metric, talking point really important and helpful? Can you decide not to get annoyed because it's simply a waste of time and energy? I'm working on that one. Oh, and as an aside, I want you to know that spread bagelry in Philadelphia changed my assumptions about bagels. They were outstanding. Uh, number three, learn something different. The essence of innovation is applying a solution that works in one domain to a different domain. The trick is you don't know right away what is that domain that's going to give you the answer. The things I've done differently include learning Spanish, traveling to South Africa by myself, learning hip-hop, and attending a conference for a different industry from my own, specifically the Southern Sea Summit for Creative Entrepreneurs. Soon you'll be able to listen to Mixonian blog posts like this one, and that's something different and new for us. You may not have realized it yet, but the price you pay for magical services like free two-day delivery is that your own delusional customer now has the audacity to expect magic from you. Delivering more with the same inputs is a form of constraint. How are you preparing? Mm -hmm.